The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelo, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. And hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I am so glad you are here. If this is your first time listening Welcome to you, and if you're back with us again this week, welcome to you as well. I wonder how many of you out there begin getting a little uncomfortable when I start talking about finances, (laughs) like I'm doing right now, and specifically related to divorce, what you own, what you owe, your income. Uh, what the future looks like financially and beyond. My guess is that a feeling of stress and anxiety may be bubbling up, whether you are a man or a woman. I get it. I understand. Finances are one of the biggest concerns when it comes to divorce. And so it's so important to be educated about them, not only with regard to your life today, but also into the future perhaps even way into the future. And that's what we'll be doing today here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. We'll be talking about maintaining financial well-being as you move forward through and from divorce uh, so that you are more educated. We believe that when you are better educated about all that's involved in divorce, like finances, you'll make better decisions. And with that said, our guest today, Rhonda Nordyke is here to help us with just that. Rhonda is a well-respected certified divorce financial analyst and is a fellow certified divorce specialist and a member of the National Association of Divorce Professionals, also known as NADP. She is internationally known for her work in pioneering a path for women and is the host of Divorce Conversations for Women, which is a podcast. Uh, Rhonda is also the developer of a signature system that helps her clients show up prepared, assess financial risks, and determine the next best move. And boy, do we like the sound of that here on the Divorce Coaching (laughs) Hour, as we certainly want to help you to determine your next best move. Before we begin our conversation with Rhonda, I want to share three important reminders as I often do. First and foremost, this episode is a part of a long-running series about the divorce process. So if you've missed any of the shows, make sure you go back and listen to them, uh, them or any of the 200-plus shows of the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can listen to them by podcast wherever you get your podcast. And remember to search the name of the show so that you find it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow. And if you can't 
find the show, go to the divorcecoachinghour.com and you'll find a link to the shows there, plus much more information about divorce coaching. I also want to remind you, as I always do, that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, but also for friends and family of those divorcing. Because, folks, it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. So if you think this show will help someone, uh, make sure you share it. And lastly, I want to remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice And we're certainly not here to coach you to get a divorce. Although the show is called the Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight and information. And yes, that important education and also encouragement. And by doing so, our goal is to help you make better decisions. And so ultimately, what we're here to do is help you look at the realities of your marriage, of your divorce, of the situation that you're in. With your eyes wide open and based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner and no matter where that journey may lead. And now, with all that said, Rhonda, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Well, I'm just so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that um, your folks found us and we're connected. I'm so happy to be talking to a fellow NAD peer and a certified divorce specialist. And uh, so I want to know a little bit about what brought you to what you do today mm-hmm. for women, specifically as they navigate the financial aspects of divorce. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think I'll, I'll start with the disclaimer that is, um, I don't hate men, just so that the guys <laughs> that are listening are like, what is this all about? Um, no, I, you know, the reality of it is, right, I'm just so passionate about helping women. And yes, I do sometimes help guys. But for the most part, you know, the majority of the work that I'm doing is helping women from all over the country and really from all over the world, you know, navigate through the divorce process. And, you know, my story goes back, back to 2014. I was in the financial industry. I was running a registered investment advisory firm uh, with my husband. And I just remember sitting in our office thinking, okay, what, is, what do I want the next five years to look like? And what the answer that I got was very clear, which was more than what I was doing. Not mm. that I didn't have enough stuff on my plate. What I wanted <laughs> was having a real clear direction to really be able to pour into the lives of women. And I really felt like God was calling me to start my own business. Um, so I left in 2014 and opened the Women's Financial Wellness Center, a physical location where we were able to serve, educate, empower, love on women that were going through a really challenging time. And I always say, you know, here it was this small town girl. I left the, you know, the the executive office. I had, you know, <laughs> a, a business plan, you know, a little bit of my belongings and a vision to be able to change the lives of women throughout mm. the country and throughout the world. And I marched over, and I was like, okay, here we go, right? And uh, I'll be honest, Christy, I have not looked back. I mean, it's been, you know, there's always challenges and stuff like that, but it has been an absolute honor to be able to walk alongside women that are hurting. Um, And I love how in your introduction you say that you're the thinking partner. It's like that totally resonates with me. Because, you know, when we're under stress, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> that thinking uh, goes out the window. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Um, you know, and so it's that's really kind of what has happened. And here we are. I'm um, almost approaching my ninth year in business and um, 
you know, just, it's just been really, um, really impactful to be able to, again, help women navigate through this process and ultimately lean into, you know, the financial aspect. Maybe they've handled it, you know, before they got married and then, you know, the dynamics of that relationship, you know, they, the financial involvement, you know, maybe wasn't as robust as it was before. And so now they're feeling, you know, uncertain about the, you know, what's ahead for them. Um, but, you know, I just take a real practical approach to helping them, you know, navigate through, you know, the financial aspects of, of what's ahead. Well, you're saying so much that is so aligned with this show and, and practical tips. Uh, you know, honestly, I have to say, as I kind of keep my ear to the ground, so to speak, I don't know if you really, I guess there there is a reason for doing that. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. really want to put my ear on the ground, but literally, <laughs> but, you know, listening to other podcasts out there and... um you know, I see a lot of um, interesting names, let's just call it interesting names of these podcasts. And, and they, to me, many of them are still kind of the host working through their own angst and pain. And so it's really more still in the emotional place, perhaps ruminating in the bad of divorce versus looking at the practical tips of where are we? Where do we want to be? Like you said, I, I I had a vision and I wanted a clear direction to go help and serve women. And so mm-hmm. um, we're going to be fast friends because you are speaking my language, friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> and and so, but real quick, and I might want to get a little bit more to the why of mm-hmm. you know helping women through the financial mm-hmm. aspect of divorce. But first, I, in a short amount of time, can you share what are the basics of maintaining financial well-being after divorce? You know, that's a great question, right? And I was I was kind of pondering on this because I really feel like the process actually begins during the divorce process, Amen. right? I mean, yeah. at the time that the divorce is final, everything is essentially, I mean, there's a certain aspect of it that are pretty final. And then we're kind of left in dealing with the aftermath of that divorce process, Right. So I feel like there's ways that people can set themselves up for success before the divorce, you know, is final. And then after, there's certainly things that they can put into place. Um, you know, there's a couple of simple things, right? Like, um, you know, obviously reestablishing their budget, making sure that they've got a good handle on, you know, their credit score and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I also feel like there's an aspect of also understanding your relationship with money that really ties into the, the well-being after divorce. So one of the things that I will often help my clients with is identifying their financial personality, um, helping them re- get reconnected with what are their values, particularly around money, and how do they make decisions? Because those are the kinds of life skills, if you will, that when I'm out of the picture after the divorce is over, they can go back to, okay, Rhonda taught me how to make a decision. Let me look at not just the pros and cons, but let me do a little bit of a deeper dive on what additional information do I need to be able to make a good decision, and and is this in alignment with my values? And that, you know, again, there's so many things that people can do after, but those are some real practical things that I have found to be helpful. So back to that practicality and so very important, and some things I wrote down is, uh, we were talking about um, moving forward with your finances, maintaining financial well-being after divorce. But in fact, that starts now. That starts yep. during. And I was kind of hoping that would be your answer because that is so true. Uh, this second, not in the future, not in, it starts now. And and 
And so coming back to the basics, a lot of people kind of want the answers. They want you to do it for them. Uh, But what I heard you say is we got to get clear first, which is what we're about here, too, is getting clear on who you are, what you want, and then closing the gap. And that can be applied to finances as well. And what I heard, in addition to all of that, you said so much, is ultimately, Rhonda, what you do is you teach a man to fish. Now, obviously, you're teaching women. Uh, but you're mm-hmm. teaching them to be able to take these lessons now, what they're learning, going through divorce as an opportunity, a possibility to get things organized now, to understand their relationship money so down the road they can make better decisions. And folks, we're talking to Rhonda Nordyke, and she is a certified Divorce financial analyst, you might hear it as a CDFA, a little bit easier to say, but really, I bet you guys hear it, her heart is for women and helping women uh, improve their relationship with money and ultimately help you move forward with well-being in your finances through divorce. Come on back and we are going to hear more from Rhonda. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board-certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. And welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're talking finances today. 
don't run away. Don't be afraid. <laughs> I get it. And, you know, one of the experiences that I have as a coach, uh, when I am working with clients going through the divorce process, uh, when they come to that place, okay, I've got to put my finances together and turn that over to the attorney, this is where they often get stuck. And I wondered why, but now I think I may know is because what we've just talked about with guest Rhonda Nordyke, uh, she's a certified divorce financial analyst, CDFA, and just has a heart to help people through this process with the finances. And what we were talking about from a practical standpoint is people may not have a very good relationship with finances. And that's one of the things that why you would be... Um, uh, you know, getting a little anxious as I say the words finances. And so we've got to start there with the basics is understanding your relationship with finances and so that it doesn't scare you and so that you don't get stuck. And we're about uh, getting you unstuck here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. And so Rhonda, where I want to go here is now um, understanding a little bit more about the why, the why someone would want to understand their relationship with regards to finances, understand why they would want to be educated about maintaining financial well-being after divorce. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, when you touched a little bit on this, Christy, is just the stress aspect, right? Um, so when I think of that question, it's, okay, first of all, the stress. Secondly, I know a lot of the women that I talk to are carrying around a lot of shame mm. um, because they wish that they would have met, been more involved in the finances. They want to be able to be independent. They want to be able to make good decisions, but they don't know where to start. And, you know, some of that is a product of their relationship. Sometimes it's a product of their, you know, overall relationship with money. There's a lot of things that go into that. Um, but I, very early on in my career, um, really kind of subscribed to this formula around, okay, how do we build the financial confidence? What does that look like? And it's a simple formula. It's the knowledge plus the experience that gives us the confidence. And if we have the knowledge without the experience, it's theory, right? Who wants that only? If we have the experience without the knowledge, ooh, it's trial and error. That didn't work, and that still didn't work, Right. But when we have the two of them working together, we really can start walking in the direction of being empowered and making really good financial decisions. And so that's really what, you know, comes to mind related to that. Well, what I'm hearing there is so the why is one, alleviating the stress and second, um, uh, getting out of the shame game. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 by doing so, then uh, through the knowledge, the gaining of the knowledge, the learning experience, um, you grow and you change and you use the word empower. And, and, and I think you might have not used the word empower. Maybe I imputed that. Uh, but you also said confidence. And mm -hmm. and so what I often think about, I, I love that you said uh, that understanding that formula about knowledge and experience, because oftentimes people say knowledge is power. I always say knowledge is power if it's applied. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, so why we don't want to live in that stress. We don't want to live in that shame. And, you know, I'm thinking about a, a client of mine who exactly is w where you are talking about. Um, don't even know where to start. 
So what would you say um, to someone? uh, Where do they start? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it kind of depends on where they're at. If they haven't officially like filed and they're still in the contemplation stage, there's usually kind of one set of, you know, suggestions for that. If they're in the midst of it and they're feeling, you know, overwhelmed or frustrated, there's some suggestions for that. And then obviously on the other side, but we can kind of focus on, you know, for those folks that haven't officially filed yet or are still in that contemplation stage, usually what I will suggest there is for them to just really start becoming very aware of their financial surroundings, you know, looking for statements, gathering documents, just using it as a great way to quote unquote clean their office, right, and getting stuff organized. And then, you know, for the folks that are calling in the midst of it, um, usually why they're reaching out is because they feel like they're not being heard. They feel like they're being bullied. They feel like they still don't know what's going on. They've got, you know, people that are not being fully transparent. And, you know, and again, it goes back to, you know, how do we maintain that financial well-being after divorce? That's why I am so adamant about people getting a full, you know, picture of what their financial situation looks like, because otherwise you're potentially agreeing to, you know, a substandard deal. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, and I often talk about this, you know, somebody will call you and say, uh, how do I get to you? You know, like they want directions. And I'm like, I got to know where you're coming from first, Mm -hmm. right? To be able to Mm -hmm. give you the directions from point A to point B. So what Mm -hmm. I'm hearing is you really listen into the clients. Where are you starting from? Where are you in this divorce process? And where, where's your relationship back to that relationship with money? Mm -hmm. But I like the idea that you're, you're saying, okay, become aware, but just kind of use it in the exercises. I'm cleaning my office versus, oh my gosh, I've got to figure out the finances here. Mm-hmm. So kind of lighten it up a little bit. This is a process and and whatever, wherever they, they are. But bottom line, and again, totally akin to what we talk about here, is getting clear on the situation, getting clear on the realities of where they are uh, and then where they want to go. So uh, such important information. So what um, do people in this process, wherever they are starting from, what are they misunderstanding about financial well-being? You know, this is a big one. This is probably the, the main reason why I believe that my company exists. And it's because people tend to oversimplify and underestimate their needs post-divorce. Mm. Um, it, and we, you know, we know a lot of statistics around this. I mean, women's lifestyle tends to go down about 41% after divorce, which is exactly the reason why my company exists to change that stat. Men's lifestyle can go down too, as well. Um, the average on that one is 21%. So again, less than half, um, if the, if it's impacted at all. And so, you know, during the process, people are willing to settle without fully understanding the impact of their decisions and, it's important to make sure that people are making financial decisions that are in alignment, you know, with their values. I mean, and you know, again, the the people have to want, there has to be some aspect of a desire, right. For people to want to have the information. Um, I was meeting with a client. I do, I have my signature program, but then I do also do some add on -on one-on-one private sessions. And we were in a private session and we were going through some of the financials and, um, what I mean by that is like gathering and organizing, reviewing, making sure we have everything, identifying if there are any gaps in the information and determining what we need to do with that and what we need to ask the attorneys for and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, she said, Rhonda, why do I even need to know this? And I'm like, 
you don't. I mean, the reality of it is you really, I mean, if you really don't want to learn it, then you don't have to. Mm. But I said, I want to take these micro moments, right? And that was actually the first time somebody had said that because usually what she was saying was, Ron, I'm so overwhelmed, right? And I'm like, listen, I just want to take these little tiny micro moments and share with you what I'm seeing here on the life insurance statement. Or I just want to share with you just a briefly what I'm seeing here, right? I'm not doing the, you know, master level, <laughs> you know, fire hose, right? Right. But but we have to, you know, we have to um, really kind of have somewhat of a desire to want to, to learn some of these basic concepts. So when you get out of the divorce process, you're better prepared. Yeah. You're more informed. You've, you've had some exposure to these different concepts. Where you're like, I've heard that before. You might not be able to, you know, explain verbatim the definition, but you're like, okay, I remember Rhonda told me about that. Okay, let me go refresh my memory, and then I can move forward. Yeah, you, so you're planting the seed. And what um, where my mind goes, though, you, you use the word overwhelm. I was kind of thinking of... Uh, a client or clients, um, probably all my clients, when they come to this financial place of divorce, because divorce is, it's its a huge part of it, is the financial separation, the untying of the knot legally, the untying of the knot financially, and then, of course, there's uh, the children aspect. Um, uh, really, then, of course, then you've got the emotional aspect. But they're also afraid. So what happens if they're afraid to listen to you in these micro moments? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? There's three aspects, right, of the divorce process. And, you know, there's the emotional and there's the financial. And then, of course, there's the legal component, right? And I think sometimes, you know, certainly, you know, my role, right, is around the financials. Um, But Again, we can't forget about that emotional piece. So that's where then it's like, hey, listen, it sounds like you may, you know, need a little bit more support around the emotions. You know, are you meeting with a coach? Are you meeting with a therapist? Either or both. Right. <laughs> you know, depending on the dynamics, right? There's no judgment with that. Whatever you need to do to make sure that you are supported. But that's really where that ends up kind of coming back to is making sure they've got that full support, you know, of all three of those kind of different, um, what do I want to say, like different areas of expertise as part of their team. Yeah. Well, you said team and we talk a lot about the team and sometimes it can be counterintuitive, but that team can, as you said, support you in ways that you may not even realize. And speaking to the finances, what I'm thinking is the problem may not be the problem you think it is. So for example, somebody's afraid of the finances and, and stepping in, they're they're finding that they're stuck in preparing the budget that they need to provide to the attorney. It may actually be something emotional and yep. we've got to get into that. And so um, I love that you're listening to your clients, not only from the area you serve them, but also where they could be served by a therapist or coach, because it is, it's the whole person that we need to help. And it's the whole team uh, that, that we need. So, um, so very important folks. I just want to recap where we are here. We're, we're talking to Rhonda Nordyke and she works with women primarily, not to say that she doesn't work with men, but uh, let's face it, um, as history has evolved, women uh, stayed in the home, and women still do. They, they stay in the home. I know there's some, you know, Mr. Moms out there and so forth, but they stay in the home, they rear their children, and they aren't necessarily 
they don't have their eyes necessarily opened to the finances. And so they may come to this place of stress and shame of not knowing. But here's the thing, folks. If you get the knowledge, you get the experience, and you have somebody walking with you like Rhonda, uh, like a coach, then you can take this opportunity of divorce to grow, to change, and to transform. Come on back, and we're going to talk about some specific steps as to how. Here's today's two-minute tip. Divorce can be a challenging time for everyone involved, particularly for children. As a parent, it's essential to prioritize your children's needs and well-being during this period. Last week, we spoke to Michelle Dempsey-Multak, a co-parenting specialist. Michelle shared some helpful tips, so make sure you go back and listen to that show, uh, that show's podcast. It's entitled Divorce Co-Parenting, and you can find the show by searching the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo wherever you get your podcasts. Here are some additional tips to help you put your children first through divorce. Communicate openly and honestly with your children, but a word of caution, don't overshare. Do let them know that the divorce is not their fault and that both parents will continue to love and support them. Be respectful of your ex-spouse. Avoid speaking negatively about him or her in front of your children and encourage your children to maintain a healthy relationship with their other parent. Keep routines consistent. Children thrive on routine and maintaining a sense of normalcy can help them feel more secure during this tumultuous time. Try to keep their daily routines as consistent as possible, including bedtime meals and extracurricular activities. Also consider counseling. Divorce can be a traumatic experience for children, and counseling can provide them with a safe space to process their emotions and work through any issues that may arise. And also, make decisions in the best interests of your children. When making decisions regarding custody, visitation, and other matters, always consider what is in the best interests of your children. Avoid putting your own needs or desires ahead of theirs. Remember that your children are the most important consideration during this time. And by putting their needs first, you can help them navigate the challenges of divorce and emerge stronger and more resilient on the other side. If I can support you in this process, please write to me at Christy at ChristyMendelow.com. And remember, you can always learn more at the TheDivorceCoachingHour.com. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and we're talking finances today. And not to be afraid, we're actually bringing you some really practical tips and tools with regards to finances amid divorce. And ultimately, our goal is to help you move forward uh, financially with well-being. And Rhonda Nordyke is on the show with us. She is a certified divorce financial analyst, a certified divorce specialist, and has been working with primarily women, helping them in what can be a very stressful space of divorce, what can be a space of divorce that brings much shame. But folks, as I always say, is there's hope. And there are people out there like Rhonda who want to help you through this process. And the the best way to start moving through the process is to start. And so one of the things we want to talk about is how would you even start? Uh, say, for example, you are served divorce papers and you're like, I don't know how to begin to gather this information and get it to the attorney. Uh, Say you're the one considering divorce. 
uh, well, let's look at the finances um, realistically as to how this is going to affect my life as I move through divorce in the future and beyond to include your children. So, Rhonda, can you help us with the, the how of maintaining financial well-being after divorce moving forward financially? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as we kind of alluded to in the beginning of the show, right, it begins during the process. Right. I think there's so much really amazing opportunities within to make sure that we're doing that. So one of the things that I think has been super helpful is for me to walk my clients through what I call my bridge method. And it's taking women from crisis to closure. And I basically took the process that I've taken hundreds and hundreds of women through over the years and created, you know, some additional structure to it and gave it a name which is bridge. So each of the letters for bridge stand for something. And I thought I could just share a little bit about that's kind of a good summary of how I take clients through and and what my process is. Okay. So the first one, the B, um, that is breathe. And I'm doing that now. Breathing. (laughs) That feels good. (laughs) We forget to breathe, you know, (laughs) Right. I know. Cause I mean, they're like, Oh my gosh, I had so much anxiety. I'm overwhelmed. It's like, I know. We have to breathe. We have to just take a breather and relax just a little so that we can think clearly, right, to be able to navigate through. And then the other, you know, subset to that is build your team, identifying who you need to have on your team in the legal space, financial, emotional, um, and making sure that you've got the right people. And I will say specifically for people that are in really challenging, um, abusive type situations, you also want to make sure that you're working with people that have experience and are trauma-informed. I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle. Um, And we walk people through the different aspects. Are you doing mediation? Are you doing litigation? Are you doing collaborative? What are all those different paths? What do they mean? And let's do a deeper dive on what might be the best, you know, situation for their specific uh, situation. Then we have the R, which is review the financials. So this is where we help clients gather and organize the information, but also our signature way on how to label the documents, because that certainly can help in saving time and money as they're moving forward. Plus, again, after the divorce is over, man, wouldn't it be great to have all of your documents organized and ready to go, Um, you know, just for future reference. Then we have the I, which is identify the gaps. This is probably of all of the all of the steps within the process, this may be my favorite because this is where the real magic can happen in a sense of identifying the gaps. And the gaps could be, do you need a business valuation? Do you need a forensic accountant? What do, what do they even do and does it make sense for your situation? Do you need to get a classic car that you have that your spouse says isn't worth anything? Do you need to get that valued? Are there tools? Are there equipment? I mean, there's so many things that fall into this category where a lot of times people will say, oh, that's not worth anything. I'm like, is it mm. or not? So let's probably just get the information. The house, you know, the, so the pensions, there's so many things that fall under this category that a lot of times aren't necessarily um, given the attention that they maybe deserve to make sure we're getting an accurate picture. Um, we also work with a private investigator if we need to, to be able to identify assets. Um, and this all can be done under the radar. So it's all on the up and up, you know, public data searches and some of those are behind paid walls and stuff like that. But that's a great way for us to identify and basically, you know, cross check if we feel like somebody's not being uh, uber transparent. Um, Then we have the D of bridge. So we've got 
the, you know, breathe and build your team, review and organize the financials, identify those gaps. And then the D is dial in the financials. Once we have that information, then what? What does that look like? How do we help, you know, women navigate through some different options? Um, and this is also the stage where we talk about property division and we also talk about support. Uh, the attorneys run those support calculations, but I have a way to do a deeper dive. So when their spouse maybe says, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be living on rice and beans, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have no money," and I'm like, mm, "Well, we've run the numbers, and that's actually not the case." So when they tell you that, <laughs> it's just not true. Um, and so that helps with the negotiation piece. The G is guide. How do we finish strong? How do we make sure that we have um, the final document from a financial perspective buttoned up? that I'm taking that visionary look forward to make sure that we're trying to um, have as few financial issues post-divorce as possible. Uh, so that's really important. And then the E is exhale. <laughs> okay. I love it. You now started we... with breathe. You're not just a hold your breath through the whole way. <laughs> You've got to remember to breathe out. That's so important. <laughs> yes, it, it really is. And, you know, and that's where people are entering, you know, they're, they're like, oh my gosh, I've gone through the process. Okay. And that's where, you know, what I call post-divorce storm cleanup, which is where, okay, that's where a lot of the stuff now can start to happen. You're changing titles on property. I mean, there's just a huge, I've got like a five-page list that a I'll lot. often share with my clients, mm. right, of stuff that needs to get done after the fact. But it's also creating an action plan. And how do they set themselves up for maintaining financial well-being? It's creating an action plan and making sure that after the divorce is over, you know, they, I will connect them with the right people that can also kind of, I can pass the baton to that can help them post-divorce with what it is that they need. Um, so that process has just been absolutely fantastic. I love it, and I, I love the bridge metaphor. I, what brings me to um, brings me back to working with a client, uh, he was post-divorce, um, and he actually came to me first about a business need and really wanting to launch his own business where I, I actually work with a lot of people who do that. But uh, what's interesting is divorce is typically a part of it because they've been through a divorce and now it's like, what's now? Uh, I'm going to start my business. I'm going to you know create a new life, a different life. And we use that metaphor a lot of a bridge of like, where do you see yourself walking to? And let's paint mm -hmm. the picture of what that looks like over there. And I love the the breathe, review, identify, dial in, uh, guide and exhale. And I love the fact that you're <laughs> reminding us that we breathe in, but we've got to remember to also breathe out. And I think that brings, there. there is light at the end of, of the tunnel. There's light at the other side of the bridge, right? And yep. and with the people, with the team, people like yourself, we're, we're walking across the bridge. It doesn't mean we're going to fall off the bridge, doesn't mean that we're never going to get across the bridge, but with the right people, the right mindset, uh, we are going to create a, a, a new we're going to be in a new place, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And and so some of the the questions I loved though that you asked um, when it comes back to identifying the gaps, you know, in coaching we talk a lot about closing the gap from where you are to where you want to be. But I love that you're applying that even into uh, where are the gaps in your finances and the question you ask. Well, I love questions, and the question you ask is it. Is it worth something or is it not? And so I think if you even continue to ask yourself questions like that, is it what yeah. I think? <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think about, I've had a client that, you know, her husband had a, a, what would be considered a classic car, which I'm like, how is that classic? It was the same year that I graduated from high school, but okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That that Trans Am is now classic. Um, But you can't look those up on Kelly Blue Book. And so you have to have an expert who could help you. Well, you know, they kind of came up with a general number that they thought it was worth, that he thought it was worth, that she thought it was worth. And I'm like, I really think that we should have that valued. I mean, we were able to move the needle about 20 grand because we had somebody actually do the work. And it cost her $400 to be able to invest in having this report. And it moved the needle significantly for her. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about with the, you know, I, I don't think people need to go on rabbit, you know, on constant rabbit you know, chases with these the assets, you got to have a strategy. You got to make sure you're asking the right questions and you've got to have the right people. And then you weigh out if it makes sense. That, that situation, I felt very comfortable saying, I think it makes sense. I think we need to do it. I don't know where the report's going to come back. Right. But I have yet to have somebody. And, and again, worst case scenario, you have a peace of mind that you know that it was worth what the person said it was. Yeah, and I, and I love it because you're having an objective look at it, and sometimes we can't see things that are right before our face. And and the bottom line is, folks, is it's about getting clear on the realities of your situation, and that's what we're talking about here is finances, and that you might be stuck in this place, but there are people to help you, and people like Rhonda who walk you over the bridge to a better place, yep. and. Uh, it can be done. There is hope. There is possibility with the right team uh, around you. But if you're taking away one thing from the show, get clear on the reality of your situation. Come on back. We're going to wrap things up with Rhonda Nordyke. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. And there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. And welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So glad you're here with us today. And I'm for those of you who've stayed with the show, I'm so glad you have. I can understand talking about finances can be a little bit, you know, Uh, give you the shivers sometimes. But folks, 
one of the things that you have to do is step into things that make you uncomfortable if you want to grow, if you want to change, if you want to move forward. And that's what we're talking about is moving forward financially through divorce. And we're talking to Rhonda Nordyke. She is a certified divorce financial analyst and a certified divorce specialist. And she works with uh, primarily women to help them understand where they are with their finances and where they want to go through the divorce process. So beyond just when the divorce is final. So setting you up, and we talked about you know, scripture, teaching a man to fish, we're talking about women, but she teaches them through a method called her bridge method. Go back and listen to that in the last segment. Great information, great tips. Uh, And so I'm sure you're going to want to know more about Rhonda and how to reach her. So Rhonda, tell the listeners how they would find out more about you and how they would reach you. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two simple ways. One is on Instagram at Rhonda Nordyke. Uh, and O-O-R-D-Y-K. Um, and then my website is wfwcdivorce.com. Um, and there's blog articles and my podcasts and all kinds of great things on there that they can check out. And they can also take their my quiz, which is called Your Next Best Move, so they can determine what is their next best move. I love the quiz, and we love what is your next best move. I want to repeat that. So, guys, make sure you uh, grab a pencil or a pen, whichever you prefer, and write this down. Uh, Rhonda Nordyke, last name is N-O-R-D-Y-K. Is that correct, Rhonda? Did I get that uh, spot? Two O's, N-O-O. N-O-O-R-D-Y-K on Instagram and also wfwcdivorce.com. So you'll want to go there and find out more information. Now, Rhonda, we have covered so much. You've given our listeners such great information Uh, What else would you want listeners to know about maintaining financial well-being after divorce? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Well, and again, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think it's worth repeating, and that is just remembering that this starts, you know, the financial aspect, the financial well-being starts in the beginning of the divorce process. It's such a great way for people to be able to lean into and start that financial wellness, you know, journey, if you will. Um, But the other thing that I really would like to just share really briefly is that the discovery aspect of the divorce process is really so important. It's something that from a CDFA perspective, really, we want to happen as soon as possible in the beginning of the process. What are the assets? You know, what are the liabilities? How do we make sure that we have full transparency? Because again, the final agreement is only going to be as good as us knowing, right, what we have and where it is and how that's all going to shake out. And I always tell people, because I'm a big acronym person, love acronyms. I think it's from my uh, days in higher education. But I came up with an acronym, and it's called the DAM method. And it's something that I think is a great way for people to be able to identify if this is happening in their situation. It It should spark a red flag. And I will share quickly what it is. So the D is dodging the financial disclosure, where for whatever reason, people just, you know, have amnesia. And they forget to turn it in or they avoid it, right? So they, so they dodge the financial disclosure, which is the, the form that's supposed to be required by the court system with a certain amount of time to disclose the assets and liabilities. Now, so Rhonda, I have to say, do right, they, they're not purposely dodging it, are they? <laughs> oh, no. Um. No, we wouldn't hear of that. But that's true. We'll circle back to that maybe. <laughs> Yeah, so the 
that is certainly the first thing. The A is avoiding getting asset valued. Oh, that business isn't worth anything. Oh, that classic car isn't worth anything. Oh, that pension's not worth anything. So that's the A. And then the M is misrepresenting information, where people will literally get, I have a client who got a $3,300, I mean, a 3,300-page document where they just put, I mean, and then somebody's got to go through all of that and make sense, heads or tails of what the heck's going on in there. Or they'll give you, you know, pieces of a statement or only documents that go back so far. And it's just absolutely frustrating. So I say let's avoid the damn method and and really focus on, you know, the bridge method, which is all of the things that we talked about in the earlier segment. I love the acronyms. Our minds get around that easier. So what we're saying here, folks, is, you know, a bridge takes you forward to a new place, to a better place, to a sunny place. And I get it. I understand the heartbreak and divorce. I've been there uh, it, it can feel like um, you're never going to make it across. But in fact, if it is dammed up, mm-hmm. right, that, I mean, there's good dams and there's, you know, they have a purpose when you're thinking about the literal dams. But when we really think about a dam, it's blocking something, right? Yep. And and so by your less than honest actions, dodging, avoiding, misrepresenting, you're really blocking the system. And folks, I don't know about you, but really nothing good is going to come out of that. So mm-hmm. I I really love the the energy of the moving forward on the bridge and and then also, hey, what not to do? This uh dodging, avoiding, misrepresenting. It it's not good for anyone. So no. uh love the acronyms, love the vision there. And so um as we're kind of moving to wrapping up, um, Rhonda, um, is there anything else you'd want to add to maybe another acronym? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the thing that I was thinking of is, you know, how can people, you know, avoid messing up their financial situation after a divorce? And I think there's just a couple of really simple things, right? You know, monitoring their debt, making sure they have a plan for, again, that action plan. Um, and not overextending, right, whether it's for housing or remodeling, um, and, and keeping in mind their value. So that was another aspect of just going back to what's important to them. But lastly, this is something that I have seen, and it really kind of surprises me in some, some regard. And I don't know if you see this too, Christy, but, like, basically women that, you know, have gotten out of these relationships, they're finally moving in the direction of being empowered, they've you know, work through some of the shame, they're, they're starting to make some good decisions, and then all of a sudden, enter parents or enter new potential partner that decides that they're going to give them advice, and they start listening to the voices around them instead of standing in their power, standing in the knowledge that they've acquired, leaning into their God, trusting God, and just making decisions. And so they get back into the same pattern that they just left. And I was like, no, we worked too hard. <laughs> Right. And, you know, I have to say, folks, um, I've mentioned it before, been there, done that. And, uh, you know, part of the work I do today is because I didn't really have it. Well, I didn't have it all together at all. I did find a coach I started working through, but it was kind of a five steps forward, two steps back. Mm -hmm. And you were right, Rhonda, when people did come into uh, my life, if I wasn't grounded and rooted in my faith or my values off off the bridge I went, right? Yep. And it wasn't until I said no more in 2015 that I said, okay, it's, you know, I came to Christ in 2000, but it's 
been a process. It's been a journey and I crossed many mm-hmm. bridges, right? And yep. and but it, until I said no more. I'm going to live God's way. I'm going to live according to his values. Did things begin to actually lead me across the bridge to where I am mm-hmm. today? And so I think we have to it's a great word of of caution. Um we're getting really close to the end of the show and thank you so much for uh, all that you've shared. I want to ask um, as quickly as you can and bring this to us is what is your best tip for making the divorce process better uh, than it would be otherwise? Hmm. Don't try to do it on your own. Allow people to help you. Allow the right people to help you. Um, I've spent over 18,000 hours, right, learning, researching, helping clients, and I still learn something new every single day in this space. Mm -hmm. So rely on the people that can bring you the knowledge, that can shorten the time frames for you, that can walk alongside this, you know, journey with you. And, of course, I believe, you know, following a a method, right, like the bridge method to help go from crisis to closure so you can live your best life even after the divorce is over. Such great advice. How would you discern the right person to work with? I think that at the end of the day, there's two things. One is seeing those divine appointments, right? When God has people cross your path. Um, Secondly, find a team that is what I call humbly confident. I love those two words together because you want somebody who's going to be confident and stand their ground and advocate for you, but you also want somebody who's going to be humble, right? Um, So find a team that's humbly confident and that will truly advocate for you. Trust your gut, trust God's, uh, like, you know, the God winks in our life when, when people cross our paths that we have been praying for or about or whatever. Um, and remember that you can make really good decisions when you have all of the information. I truly believe women and men, right, are smart. There's no question about that. We just are a lot of times in the midst of trauma, um, and we need to rely on people, like you said, to be our thinking partner, our prayer partner, our I mean, all the things. Yeah. And that's Um, exactly where I was going is, you know, one of my goals as a divorce coach is to help people with their thinking about divorce. You're doing the same thing, helping people with their thinking about their finances and so many great acronyms. The Bridge Method, amazing folks. So, Rhonda, thank you so much for being uh, with us today. You've given our listeners so much and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. And friends, I'm so grateful you've been here with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelow, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. 